Well, 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 go, 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 back, 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 back. Two, 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 two. Episode. 73? Three, 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 three. Episode 73? What's, what show? Neon Popsicle, baby. This is live. Check us out on Twitch if you want to be part of the show. Otherwise, thank you all for listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Really, anywhere podcasts are heard. Follow us on Instagram at neon underscore popsicle. And... Show us some love. Yeah, send me a DM. Please. I've been asking you guys through these episodes. Send me a DM. I don't I don't think I've gotten but one one DM. Yeah, we want to connect with y'all. We want to build a community. And we just want to grow this thing. It's all about the word of mouth, grassroots. I'm doing drinking the air off. You guys can't see. I don't know why. Um, but thank you so much for listening to those who have. We do have over 2,000 total plays on the podcast. So thank you so much for sharing. If you haven't shared yet, Please share. That's oh, I feel like that's about 2,000 hours worth of Neon Popsicle airwaves inside people's brains now. 2,000 hours worth of knowledge. We're making a difference. There is knowledge, man. There's golden nuggets of truth and future predictions on this show. If you haven't heard us before, this is going to be a great episode for you to jump on in. Jump on in. On. Jump on in on. Jump on in on. <laughs> so, because uh, we've got our groove. We've got our notes. You ever feel like you don't know enough about something? I feel like a lot of people in the world don't know enough about things. They think they don't know enough about things. Mm. So it, it's like, sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we do know. Yeah. We compare our knowledge to somebody else's knowledge, which holds us back from wanting to attain more. Okay. Have you ever talked to somebody who they've been doing this every day, selling vacuums, for instance, because I used to sell huh. vacuums. I would sell vacuums all the time. I knew all this lingo and this terminology. I would try to train someone new, and I had to realize, <coughs> like, oh, they don't know what this means. Basically, this person makes it look like it's so easy, and they talk to you, and you don't even know what the hell they're... If I were to talk to you about poker... yeah. Yeah. This guy, this guy raised pre-flop and then on the flop and turn and river and <laughs> yeah. he did the, it's it's like what the fuck? It seems like because I do it every day. Right. You feel as if like the knowledge you have isn't even enough to even start playing. Fuck yeah. it. I'm not even going to try. Because of it seems like <clears throat> the knowledge that you have is so much more than mine and it's treated like it's so easy. It's like it's such basic knowledge and I don't even know that. Oh. It's like oh man. Watching the pros, the experts or people who are actually good at shit and comparing yourself to them, their knowledge. I feel, I feel that makes you feel not able to do it. I think a lot of people do that with music. Yeah. A lot of people who want to write music feel like they don't, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to mix and master. I don't know how to how to um, add different effects. Mm-hmm. Layering. Layers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get someone someone to do it for me because because right. I don't know how. But if you really want to... Mm-hmm. You should learn. And you can't do you <clears throat> and you can't let your lack of knowledge stop you from trying something like mixing and mastering in this instance if you've really wanted to do it just because P Diddy yeah. is a, a platinum record selling idol of yours. Just because I feel like in I feel like a good example would be like seeing the people who are mixing and mastering who have those fucking giant fucking tables of like oh, dials wow. and switches, and you're like, shit, I don't know anything. Like, yeah. I, these guys must go to college for that shit. Right. I don't want to do that. 
and then it makes you give up because it looks so tough. Yes. But it starts somewhere. It's sad how it makes you want to give up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it also depends on the person, though, too, because mm-hmm. I myself am one that is just easily like, oh, dude, I'm not even going to try. In some things, of course. Now, as I get older, I realize you yeah. got to do it. If you really love it, if you like doing it, I feel like you're down to try. Mm-hmm. Like in my instance, looking at piano, mm-hmm. seeing like videos of people playing a crazy piano on YouTube, some people might say, yeah. oh man, I'll never be that good. Yeah. But like, because I feel like I like playing piano and I can see myself doing it for a while, it's like, oh, I want to be that good. Like, I can't wait. Some, maybe, hopefully someday, you know? Dude, really in five, it's consistency that pays more. I don't want to, like, I'm not, of course hard work pays, but consistency sometimes pays more than hard work. This guy <laughs> came up to me, uh, we were at an event once. And he's like, man, you guys have been, you guys have worked so hard and you've been so consistent. I, you guys are awesome. He's another, uh, a vendor. Mm. And I was like, bro, to be honest, we could have worked a lot harder. We're just pretty damn consistent. And <laughs> oh, saying yeah. it, I was like, there's wow. so much truth in that, brothers. I could have worked so much harder, but it's the consistency river, uh, the river, the river smooths the rocks mm. because of consistency, not because yeah. of like, uh. So, like, somebody can work extremely hard for three months, but if the dude is working consistently, okay, for years, he could be of better value to, you know, something. Of course, I say work hard consistently as a personal thing, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, dude, consistency pays. I don't know where we got the consistency. I'm so sorry to do that. Sometimes um, I get, I, I digress. No, uh, I, I rant. It's a good, it's a good stairway of, of uh, thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're staying like- consistent with piano. Yeah, um, because uh, we were also talking about how seeing someone who's so good at something may be uh, like deterring to you mm-hmm. to even start. Um, maybe, I think I brought up piano because I feel like, okay, when I used to play guitar, mm-hmm. I used to see my friends and shit and other people rip out solos and shit. Let's do that shit. Oh, I can never do it. My fingers hurt when I tried to play that fucking instrument, dude. Like, I wasn't, like... And it, it was discouraging seeing the other people be good at it. But I feel like because I like piano, it's not discouraging when I see other people be good at it. And uh, it's, I don't know what that is. It's more encouragement. And it's actually... It might come from... Back then, you may not have seen yourself playing guitar for X amount of years. But you do... You said it yourself... You oh. see yourself playing piano now, like yeah. forever. You don't. Why would you stop? Mm-hmm. And now that's more like a. It's encouraging because you have, uh, like a goal, a reason almost. Yeah. I'm, I'm going maybe, to be playing. I think now too, as you get older, you see the benefits of consistency. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it is like a mindset thing. Maybe it is the type of person I am now compared mm-hmm. to how I was before. I was kind of a more of a quitter before, as opposed to a believer. Tough guy on piano is asked to play Mary Poppins. There's no way a tough guy would do that. Tough guys don't play Mary <laughs> like, Poppins. No, no. <laughs> There's absolutely no way a tough guy. That's a tough guy. Is this the tough guy? There's no way he'll play Mary Poppins. Not this He's tough guy. He's way too tough, too bro. Tough. Look at that shirt. He's all fuck that. 
I will never play that. I'm not playing too chimney. There's no way. This guy is way too tough. That's Mary Poppins. That's Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Chiburu. <laughs> I think that's uh, super califragilistic. Just kidding. Alright, I'm not interested. Some cutting edge information here now. China versus America. Neon popsicle predictions. Oh. Okay. Now. Some very interesting news on the front of NFTs, mm, okay. crypto, Bitcoin, Ether. Ether. Okay. I call it Ether. I know people call it ETH or Ethereum. F. I call it Ether. Okay. Very interesting stuff. Um, tons of people are coming out with the NFTs. Now, there was something very cool I wanted to bring up. Something about artists releasing yeah. the real world basically anybody releasing an nft that produces real world value yeah. is going to win 100 now shortly after days after uh, my buddy told me that steve aoki just dropped an nft that has exclusive music snippets and exclusive music attached to it. Mm -hmm. So there's no way you can hear or listen to or own or whatever this music without buying this NFT. Um, <laughs> okay. He's doing stuff like this. And so are other artists going to be doing it. Artists who produce those big graphic NFTs are giving you plaques of the NFT also to display in your home. Oh, wow. So you do <clears throat> get a physical piece of art as well. Yeah. But you're not buying technically, quote unquote, the art. But Understandable. that's happening, which is really cool. Um, so we called it here. Yep. Neon Popsicle called it. Exclusive. Real world NFTs are the ones that are going to be winning. Concert tickets in the form of NFTs. Mm -hmm. So what that'll do, um, I had this conversation with the same dude who told me about, his name is Steel. Steel Malone. Wow. Yeah. Sounds legendary. Strong. He was mentioning um, Steve Aoki dropping this. He also mentioned he can see it working with uh, ticket sales. Artists releasing their concert tickets yeah. through NFTs. So you have to buy the NFT of the concert ticket or this basically you have to buy this NFT. Yeah. Attached to the NFT is the concert ticket, which now you cannot resell to scalpers without the artist getting profit. Huh. Because you have commissionable <coughs> returns from your nft any sync any time it's sold for the history of life you yeah. get paid you can't do that now currently now why go through the middleman of attaching it to an nft why not just buy the ticket because there's sometimes people will buy tickets and hold them not intending to go to the concert and then sell them the day of or weeks before for mm -hmm. 4x 5x the price why not keep <clears throat> just keep the tickets digital why does it have well, to have some people an don't art get... piece attached to it? That's just going to be the benefit of owning the NFT. Concert tickets will be in the form of NFTs okay. eventually. Or you buy this NFT, you get free concert ticket. And essentially, if you want to sell that ticket to somebody for that show, uh, I own this NFT, but I, I'll let you own it. Okay. You can go... As long as you hold this NFT, like, as long as I hold it, I can go to Steve Aoki concerts. Mm-hmm. If you want the perk of being able to go to any Steve Aoki concert, you have to buy it for this much. Yes. It's like you're getting, giving abilities to go to things to people almost. Yeah? Yes. 
the the cool thing I'm trying to point out here and really rub rub on the head, massage it, is the fact that the currently if somebody buys a concert ticket, holds it and sells it for five x, yeah, only that fucking selfish person who did that makes the money. Yes, the artist doesn't make that profit. However, if you bought the NFT and somebody buys that NFT from that person, the artist still wins uh, for the life of sales to anybody forever. Yes. So artists will win making their even their basic concert tickets NFTs because they get money if somebody chooses to resell it. Oh, yeah. And once the concert's over, you still have an exclusive piece of art, maybe with an exclusive song attached to it. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgic, it's time capturing, it's memory capturing, and yeah. it doesn't take up any room on a shelf like a CD used to. Uh, you don't have to, your, your ticket can't rip, you can't lose a ticket, you can't copy a ticket, you can't resell it without the artist winning. You can download them into your freaking brain chip. Eventually, yes. You'll be able to store your NFTs in your chip. Or just crack open this and oh. inhale your concert tickets. PS9. It's happening. It's, it's happening. I swear, it's going to be... Sp- it's going to be spores that stimulate the chip. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. Is the only- this is the future, guys. This is These are the predictions we're talking about. I heard you watching the Omni video earlier. Yes. Freaking. Yes. You guys, let's watch that together. The Omni, the Omni Pro, it's coming out. I feel like the PS9 with the spores is the only way to do that without taking up so much space. Because then you can yeah. just experience it only in your head and you only take up the space that's in your mind. Bro, this thing is going to change gaming and I feel like uh, it's gonna. this is where competitive gaming is going to be going. Well, especially once these hap suits get on point, these freaking like you can yeah. feel the shots. That's yeah. when war games become fun. Yeah. That's when you're training a whole wave of soldiers. I showed I showed uh, my buddy, my buddy Benza, our buddy, I suppose. I was thinking, <laughs> should I say his name or no? He was like, bro, you're just creating a whole wave of murderers. No, Don't do no it. Way. All right, let's get this video together for you guys. We can enjoy it together. Let me do try to do this real quick. Watch People this. who are susceptible to being murderers, right. yeah. I feel like could become more murderous. Facts. Facts. But I don't feel like I'm susceptible to becoming a murderer because of it. It's not creating murderers. It's just and now, correct me. Is that a hap suit I'm looking at? It looks like hap. It's going to vibrate? That's what it looks like. That's what I thought, too. Okay, so I am excited. I'm a little more excited than I was. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, baby. Let's go. That's so weird. It's got to feel good. It's not, though. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's just... I feel like the thing holding onto you is gonna, gonna ruin the immersion. But we'll see. <laughs> well, dude, your VR... Uh, yeah, I suppose. Your VR, though. Like, like it's thing? gonna feel... You're gonna be so immersed. I, I hope so. But I've been so excited <laughs> for this. I've been excited to see this thing ever since, like, the early days of it. When it was... Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> Still, but this is better than what they had then. They, they yeah. before it was like a hula hoop around yeah. your waist. It's a lot better. <laughs> it's fucking end of the world music, bro. 
<laughs> Y'all ready for this Omni, bro? Don't get copy struck and struck. Struck? Struck. Strun. Strun. Copy strun. Strunk. <laughs> to have been copy strunk. <coughs> but to really quick jump back to the NFTs, mm -hmm. something weird is happening. And robots mm -hmm. are starting to make NFTs. Hold on. And guess who? Hans? Fucking Sophia. Sophia. Sophia how, is going to be making the first NFT as a robot. The first robot NFT. How can I understand. she possibly... How are we going to give value to this thing created by a machine? That's up to us. Whoa. In AI-oriented digital art... <laughs> The Where's the market for AI-oriented digital art? Are you kidding? Somebody's going to want the very first robot-created piece of art on in history. Somebody wants that. Gary Vee wants that. Futurists want that. Lex Friedman wants that. People who look... Elon Musk would shit for that, bro. People watch. That... I call it now. I'm calling it now. That fucking NFT will sell for millions of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars. I'm gonna call it here and say probably no, a hundred million dollars wow. plus. Wow. I am guessing that NFT will be somewhere in the ballpark of a hundred million dollars. That pisses me off. And the highest one selling now is sixty-nine million dollars or something like that. AI art. Human. Oh. Human NFT highest one sixty-nine. So I'm, dude. It's <laughs> gonna be. This is gonna be weird. That would piss me off. Robot art being appraised more than art that I've been working on. It's not even that it's robot art that is valued more than yours. You, sure, you can look at it that way and go, hey, goddammit, Sophia, you're taking, you're taking our jobs. Yeah, you're taking my artist job. But what it really is, bro, it's the culmination of everything that humanity has achieved as a species in advanced technology. Like... And then it's it's in like this one piece of art. It's and, all come to this. And then it has created this. Like this is the piece that the piece le de, de la resistance. Like the fucking creme yeah. de la creme. Look at what we've we achieved an art creating robot. Like what is art but this? Bro, it's art creating art. Come on, dude. That's Robots yeah. are art. Robotics is art. Our creation is now creating creations. This is it, Already. guys. <laughs> Look. This is the start. And it's so weird because we're at the cusp of it. But kids' kids are going to be like, duh, yeah, so yeah. what? You made, like, people don't draw anymore. Kids' kids. That's for robots. Bro, what are our kids' kids going to be living like? Dog, that's... Putting on the helmet. <laughs> they'll be put the helmet on. They'll be chip. They'll be brain... Like, interfaced. Brain interfaced. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. they will be brain interfaced. What? Yeah. Our kids' kids will be not human, almost. Do you think that type of advancement... Because that, that type of advancement... We've talked about this, I think, before. Yeah. It has to come in the form of... I think it's going to start with augmented reality. Yeah. Okay. Which, in my, in my head, is I consider that VR. Virtual reality, augmented reality... Especially when you're augmenting your everyday reality, I consider VR. So I'm going to use the terms yeah. VR instead of augmented reality. Mm -hmm. So VR, it's got to come in the, in the sense of it starts that way. So yeah. how can we achieve this other than a lens? 
but a lens that's what connected to our phone um that bluetooth's a projection into our on, over our corneas it's a it'll be the chip because a chip can spark neurons to make you see things. Yes, yes, yes. There's, but what's, there's things that lead to, no? What do you think the stepping stone would be to ah. that? There's got to be something that yeah, we use on the everyday before everyone is chipped on a mass and everybody's mm. attached to the cloud on a mass. Because I believe you, it will go that way eventually. It's going to just the stimulate your brain. The next step, I guess, would be a lens, like a hollow lens. But I do mm. feel like maybe the chip technology is coming faster than we think, and it might just be chip. Because hmm. hmm. human testing started like this year or something. Yes, yes. I was listening to Elon Musk. Now, I'm, people may not, because it's Elon <laughs> Musk's invention, of course. Of course. He might have <clears throat> some, some, some sinister agenda. Some bias, yes. You know? But he was saying it's it's not happening like that anytime soon we're not just going around chipping people like hey okay here we go chip it like we're gonna chip you we're gonna get you it's not like that at all like the whole process you have to sign tons of waivers you have to sign tons of like like i want this chip currently it's only going to be used for medical studies people who have had massive brain injuries who can't walk due to a car accident or massive stroke who can't speak uh Mm -hmm. they lost muscle control that's what they're going to be using it for it's not going to be some recreational thing that I think is going to happen anytime soon. Soon? I think it may happen within the next hundred years. But that's, we're talking about your kids' kids, kids, kids eh? hundred years. Sure, sure, sure. It is like one person ago, 100 years. Think about it. It's one, about one person's life. Mm-hmm. 100 years. About, yeah. So yeah, kids' kids, that'll be 200 years. Okay, fair. And, and fair. the exponential rate of technology <clears throat> growth. But what do you think it'll be for... You don't think... What do you think, like, our kids? What do you think when we're old? You don't think... Basically, how do you think it would come? Because I don't think it can come into the from the form of glasses. Maybe. Because not everybody thinks they can wear glasses. Some people don't want to wear glasses. That's why contacts exist. Yeah. So you think you'll have the option, glasses or lens? Lens attaches to what, Bluetooth first? Lens will be 5G to the cloud. You'll always be connected. Uh, like you will be the the information source. Oh shit, 5G, that's right. Hey, what's 6G when our kids have kids and shit, you know? Like what's the next G? <laughs> Holy shit, what is... What's, what's 6G? G? If 5... What would, what would 6G be? <laughs> Can you look that up real quick? <laughs> what is 6G? This is a year ago. 6G explained five months ago. More relevant, more views... I'm watching Mr. Who's the Boss. Finland's 6G version for 2030. You've heard of 3G, 4G, and 5G. Well, each one is a different generation of wireless network. And the cool part about it is that each one has been so much more powerful than the one before it that it's facilitated a completely new stage in society. So the first ever mobile phones were actually 0G. Let's just go straight. So we understand We understand the basics. 1, 2, uh-huh. 3, 4, 5. Faster, faster, faster. We've explained 5G. I'm skipping to the important shit about 6G. He's saying 60's coming in 2030. Let's jump in here. 
but already past the theoretical limit of 5G. And a couple of months ago, Samsung dropped a full document actually showing their plans for 6G. This scale, it's 50 times faster than the absolute fastest 5G connection, with a tenth of the latency. They're saying that this will be fast enough to download 100 hours of Netflix in a second. They're saying that Whoa. it'll be able to support 10 times the number of devices, and that it'll be 100 times as reliable. And you might be sitting there starting to think, why? What's the point? Yeah. 4G is already fast enough, I barely need 5G, this is ridiculous. But I would argue that it only sounds ridiculous because virtual because reality, bro. That it's made for. You will need it, no lag, to be able to virtually and have a consistent United. augmented version of reality. Yeah. From 2030 all the way to 24. I had to shout right. because we were talking over the video. Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't shouting at you. Because <laughs> right now it lags. It can. 4G, like Pokemon Go, when you're playing that game, the Pokemon are all, like not actually where it looks like you're pointing and shit, dude. You're absolutely right. With 6G, it'll such fast connection that. It'll know where you're pointing. It'll know how to place the Pokemon right where you're pointing, where it should be. Like, dude, yeah. it'll spot you on. Ex oh wow! And it almost—it's almost as if that is where we are going with something like 6G, even on our minds, is an augmented like because you you need wow. all that. Uh, 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 what's the word? Wow. It starts with a B, I think. Bit rate. You need all that bit rate in order to like have it not seem unreal at yeah. all you know yeah. we want to get as close to no lag as real life is to no lag <laughs> so we can experience a created life and if that's not like where we're going like that's the intent uh at least that technology can't exist mm -hmm. without something like 6g so once something like 6G comes, we start thinking about that's it. when shit starts getting interesting yeah. for virtual reality. And if you don't have Bitcoin by then, God damn it, oh. you better have been listening to episode number 73 of Neon Popsicle because they just I think this is 73, 74. 73. I hope. Yep. I hope I hope I said that right twice because I said it twice already <laughs> in this episode. So um, yeah, that's God damn it. <coughs> shoot, I forgot. Good. Good. It was but about uh, the the oh yeah he just said that they're already working on six G stuff, so yes buy Bitcoin now. That's the thing, it's already on our minds. Yeah, we've already created it. It's already mm -hmm. made. Mm -hmm. This is only new to the normies like us. Legendary, bro. Legendary technology is People, coming, dude. Yeah, maybe that's why. That's why companies and corporations have invested in like Bitcoin and stuff like that because they saw this coming. Hmm. Because they saw the potential for a virtual world with zero lag and currency in that world. I think I think it mostly comes from where people are actually putting their money. It's because people are putting money elsewhere in, instead of bank accounts, and they're like, "Hey, what the." We want oh, some wow. of that. So they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. so what happened? I just heard Fidelity, one, wow. the fourth largest financial institution in the world, is, uh, and not is, but has opened up Bitcoin trading for some of their higher wow. paying clients. And I also heard that World Bank, World Bank is the looking. There, Bro, the World Bank owns the world. Yeah. That's a conspiracy on its own. It sounds like it. The World Bank is looking into Bitcoin. Um, think, dude, this, this, this is getting crazy. It's at 58000 now. All of our predictions so far have been pretty spot on with the, the prices. I told you if it was at 46 to 45, y'all praying it was 46 45 now. 
You guys are praying yeah. that you bought Bitcoin back in two, two three weeks ago even. <laughs> it's 58000 now. I've been a little more bullish. It's a new word I used or uh, learned, I should say. Nice. Uh, bullish on Ether because I do think that it will ultimately be big, big. However, I'm learning things. The reason why I, I believed Ether was going to, or Ethereum was going to be really big yeah. was because, like the guy was saying, it's, uh, it's the galaxy and people are creating, or it's the universe and people are creating galaxies within this universe. So people are creating a bunch of altcoins or crypto coins using the technology of Ethereum. Wow. It's on the Ethereum network that they're creating these coins. That's why Ethereum, in my understanding, is going up because there's a lot of new coins and activity going on. I see, yeah. However, there's a new technology coming out that is going to take the power away from people needing to transfer their coins into Ether in order to do business. Because right now you can invest in these things and then you have to convert your, say, just another crypto coin. There's so many I don't yeah. even know. Oh, you can pull some up. Dogecoin. And I'm really not that knowledgeable on all of these. But let's say Dogecoin. You need to transfer your Dogecoin into Ether. Then you're paying a gas fee or a fee in order just to do that. Yeah. And then you get a portion of what, you know, you get most of it, of course. But you're still paying a pretty good chunk mm. in order to turn it into Ether in order to do business. Well, now there's technology out there that's starting to release products to where you don't need to transfer your coins into Ether. Yeah. You can use their own tokens that they're creating on their own things. Cut out the middleman. They're cutting out the middleman. and that's fast. Um, it could, I think it'll affect ultimately the price of things, but I don't know enough to talk about it yet, so I'm not even going to go much deeper. There was only a middleman for a brief while. I feel like it's going to go away then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I do believe, though, people are still using Ethereum's network to build on. Yeah. And cryptos aren't going anywhere. No. And to me, it looks like Ethereum's... I don't create coins. But because there's so fucking many on in life now, if yeah. you look up CoinGecko. Okay, you ever heard of CoinGecko? What's that? CoinGecko is a, bit, is a uh, crypto site that you can look at the ongoing tokens and stuff of the recent time look how many there are so like i i only invest in bitcoin and ethereum they're the top two market cap wise they're, they're worth the most okay that's you know the most reliable one yeah. can say then there's all these binance cardano tether polka dot xrp uniswap litecoin Chainlink, bitcoin cash usd coin um if you were to go a little deeper that's what it's cool about this is you can click you can see their growth rate you can see their market cap if cool. you can learn what all that stuff means and then it actually is more exciting to look at but they're they're one year they've had a six thousand percent growth rate this wow. is probably one to watch honestly wow if you're look if you're investing in micro stuff like that because it's only point it's less than a cent right now to invest in and this thing looks like it's fucking blown up i don't know what it does though so i'd probably look into it yeah but um that's what coin gecko is it lets you see my point here is uh, there's so many, okay? And all yeah. of these guys, from what I understand, most of them are using the Ethereum network to build and to use, to yeah. create. Because Ethereum exists, they exist. So it sounds like there'd be. it's pretty easy to create something like that. Yeah, huh? Um, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Look at this. So what a roller coaster ride oh, Tether wow, would be. Wow. Wow. What a roller coaster ride. 
But Cardano is one that's actually the company I was talking about that's creating their own coins to use on their own thing. I heard this is one to watch big time uh, is Cardano. It's actually ADA something. It just just got accepted on Coinbase, which I'm going to actually, this is the one I want to buy next. Cardano. Uh, Just because of kind of what they're, I'll look into it more. They're they're involved in, um, I think like collectibles and stuff. NFTs. Oh, yeah. Nostalgic. Also, uh, cars, bro. There's some pr- it's so I sick. In that. This NFT thing, NFT thing's cool. A- a- NFTs of cars are going to be really, really cool because it's going to mm. allow you to drive a car you can't afford in the real world. Once virtual oh, reality yeah. hits, you can actually yeah. have you can <clears throat> buy cars you're priced out of in real life because virtual reality. It's so funny, bro. Rogan was saying it on his cast today. Um, it was an older podcast, but he was like, people, you know, people are going to look at you. Uh, later in life everybody's gonna be plugged into the helmet wearing virtual reality and you're gonna be out here working doing all this stuff meditating or whatever and they're gonna take off the helmet and go bro like why the fuck are you working so hard to be like i can just put this helmet on and i'm just as rich as you are out here like what are you are you you stupid like just put the helmet on bro what are you doing easy like here check it out like and when virtual reality gets to that point, yeah. <laughs> the NFT cars and stuff are going to hit. NFT DLC. Hey. Bro. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming is going to be one of the first, bro. I say we release, we Stop. make a gaming NFT now for a game. Okay. Say Pokemon releases an NFT, a Master Ball NFT. That it, is going to be the NFT, by the way. That is going to shake the NFT industry. But Pokemon please. NFT? The Master Ball NFT. You get this NFT, then in your virtual Pokemon world, you will have a Master Ball. But you can buy it now, even though the virtual Pokemon game isn't even created. Hmm. But in the future, they will be able to find anyone with that NFT in your in your NFT bank. <laughs> and it'll be like, oh, once you log into that game... You have this Master Ball NFT. Like, congratulations. Like, you had the Master Ball NFT. You get a Master Ball in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can do that. Uh, Pokemon can sell things now as DLC in the future when it's available. Wow. Speculative gaming mm. investing. Like, like I would buy a Jolteon NFT <clears throat> if... Okay. If me buying the Jolteon NFT meant that in the future virtual pokemon game i would have a jolteon i'd buy one hmm because it's your no one else would have it right unless you bought that nft exactly or maybe it's a special jolteon a shiny jolteon if you buy the <laughs> nft and it's not even that you're you may not be the only one who has a jolteon but at least you know who owns a jolteon and y'all kind of yeah. get to hey you like jolteon too it's like it breaks the ice right away it's a bro yeah the like universe. Just, yeah it does you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's your favorite that's fucking dope me too so what do you how do you? What are you uh, thinking about the Pokemon NFT? You said it was going to be the, the one that breaks. It's going to be the one, dude. It, the reason <laughs> why is because it has, I think, one of the highest collectible yeah. values right now, just as like a, a, a concrete item. Yeah. And I'm playing Pokemon card or Pokemon trading card game online, mm-hmm. and I'm realizing how much of what they're doing with those cards is already like kind of nft like yeah 
because you need to purchase this code and then this code gets you these digital products. This d- digital products are technically worth money. Yeah. So if I got if I loaded up my fucking Pokemon trading card game online account, you can sell it. You can technically sell it. Yeah. Um so people do that World of Warcraft and stuff like that. It, it's worth money. Mhm. And uh, they already understand the value of digital collectibles because of that game. And not yeah. saying that that they're the first ones to the NFT scene either because Things like CryptoPunk and stuff, I guess, were created in like 2016. Wow. Stuff like that. They're old, yeah. which is why they're so popular now. Um, but they understand like digital collecting because Pokemon is a digital collecting game. Mm-hmm. So to make life like everybody wants Pokemon to be real. Yeah. And if you can bring more like Pokemon into more real. Yep. That's what people ever want, since, dude. They ever since want I'm a child, that. I if want you, real Pokemon. Have you seen how people can view their NFTs? Mm-mm. Or like on a website, on a page? It's uh, it's kind of on their phone. Huh. They can you they can walk you into their digital vault. That's cool. Yeah, dude. But yeah, okay. So think about this. How much money? What do we think it would take to make a virtual reality Pokemon game? Ten billion? So be it. A hundred billion? Easy. Easy to make a hundred billion dollars to create your virtual Pokemon game if you sell NFTs of Pokemon now. Because people are buying NFTs for nothing. But sell them now for the game in the future. Yes. Use all that money you get from the NFTs now to make the game. Wow. It's like oh, other people's money. Yes. But for like way future. Dude, that's what when <laughs> you're able to use these NFTs. That's what they're doing. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's what they do. <coughs> we just talked about this with Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. They're taking the money from something to make something else. I DLC? Oh, pre-orders? Yeah, they, games do that all the fucking time. They take your <laughs> pre-order money to make their goddamn game make it seem like it's done they just show you yeah. videos I can't quite remember but that's essentially the point is yeah they're gonna take all they, they fucking been doing that shit in the industry which is why I don't think games are as good as they used to be yep mm-hmm. worth the money at the minute oh. but the, the when virtual reality drops it will be <laughs> invest now guys stop playing stop <laughs> messing around like we're talking it sounds like we're talking shit but some of the stuff is just like we're on the tip of the future what am I doing so when they drop that, bro, if you don't if you don't have any VV or whatever the fuck that kite what that coin though that guy just said in the last video, that's gonna blow up. It's like you need to get that coin before Pokemon hits. So when it does, uh, Omi, OMI, right here, OMI, Omi updates. They're gonna drop the Omi coin, bro. The VV on coin, <clears throat> real life augmented reality Pokemon. They saw how good Pokemon Go did, and they're like, "This is what bro, people want." Pokemon bro, Pokemon bro hit. Pokemon, Pokemon bro. Go hit. <clears throat> he had a Mojo Jojo too, which I loved. Powerpuff Girls Mojo when Jojo. I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Such a, it's such a mm. badass show, bro. They that was a badass cartoon. Yeah, they kicked ass. That was a good example of dope ass strong female power leads. That was not forced. That was not like they were cute. They were bubbly, but they were <laughs> badass. Yes. You can be badass and cute, guys, okay? It, oh, man, they proved it, dude. They proved it. You don't have to be 
like a cool dude to be badass. <laughs> I thought it was more badass that they were cute and kicked ass. I love mm-hmm. un- being like underestimating something and having it go, whoa. That's always what it was with Mojo Jojo. <laughs> fucking girls. You hear about the new Powerpuff Girls uh, live action coming out? Sounds hot. <laughs> I hope. Oh yeah, it's on the CW. It's gonna be on the CW, so it's gonna have a vibe. The thing about the CW that it's been doing that I kind of don't like is they'll take shows like like Sabrina, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Bazooka Joe. Okay, Um, I think Bazooka Joe. No, Archie. Archie. Excuse me, Archie. Bazooka Joe would be lit. Whoa, just as bad. It's just as bad. (laughs) Yeah. Archie and them. Mm -hmm. And I hope they don't do it with the Powerpuff Girls, but it's essentially they take relevance from the universe, character names, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But they don't really try to match the lore uh, of the actual story. They're like rebooting it. It's a reboot, exactly. Not a remake, but a reboot. I I, I think Brittany said it's a remake and not a reboot, which she says sounds cool. So I don't know if she said that. I get things confused. I'm old now. Happens to the best of us. Yep, yep. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really fun. I, I, I'll check it out. I don't really like CW shows, to be honest. A lot of them are kind of lame and it's weak. It's a little cringe. They're just weak. The last good CW show was Smallville. Smallville was good. <laughs> Smallville was good, and it could have been just because how old I was, and I was weak. It does kind of seem cheesy. Watching it now, I don't know. <laughs> it might be. It's just like that, though. Taking Superman's name and making it like a whole new dramatic world around him and then in your mind goes and rationalizes everything like oh that's yeah. kind of like the comic here oh that was in the comic and uh, okay. but no none of that was in the comic no you're Sorry, just fooling yourselves because of the nostalgia but nostalgia is powerful <clears throat> the nostalgia is real yep it sells i have the theory also <laughs> about pokemon the next one of the newer seasons coming out love it love it it's gonna be a vlog format the main character is gonna be vlogging and it's gonna be from the perspective of his vlog Hey guys, blah, 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 found footage style, yeah. um, uploads it to YouTube or PokeTube and uh, puts out a, ca- a podcast of some sorts. It's, it's going to be up that, it's going to be up that alley. Yeah. I call was like, she had a website or a Dude. web show. He will have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. A PokeTube channel. Mm-hmm. I Carly was ahead of its time. Get this. <coughs> PokeTube will be the thing on the show. Pokemon will make their own like video uploading platform called PokeTube, IRL, where you can upload your Pokemon's AR videos to. Huh, interesting. All your Pokemon Go videos, all your Pokemon Snap. They will call it PokeTube on the show. It's foreshadow and pre-market PokeTube. Bro, check this. Light bulb, <laughs> Pokemon Snap comes out. Yeah. I foresee a shit ton of updates for Pokemon Go. Also incorporating Pokemon Snap features. Like, take pictures, you throw, you can throw a berry and it poses yeah. and does something funny, and then you can take a picture. I mean, you can already take pictures now, but you don't get rewarded it needs to for, be- like, points and good mm-hmm. quality pictures, you know? It needs to be able to interact with the world around you. They'll do it. Like, climb trees and shit. The Pokemon? They'll do yeah, it. They Watch, they'll go to, like... Go up mountains. There'll like, be parts where you can go here, tap, and then it opens up. It's 360, you can view, and then there's Pokemon around. Instead of catching, it's for pictures. You throw a mm-hmm. berry. And with, like, I feel like we're still waiting for that Pokemon game with, like, graphics up the ass. 
And once we get that game, that Pokemon game with graphics, where, like, mm. the, bird, the po- bird Pokemon have, like, feathers and shit. Yeah. Like, then the Pokemon Snap, I feel like, will be even more fun. You'll get, like, the sunlight rays reflecting off the feathers and wow. shit. Like, it's only up from here. Pokemon, uh, the 25th anniversary, we all know that passed, of course. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Post Malone concert? I saw some of the clips. Pretty cool. It was actually pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. It's only, like, 12 minutes or so. I wished it was longer mm-hmm. because it was that good. And he's pretty good, dude. He's a gamer, bro. <laughs> I love Post. He's legendary in the meme culture, man. And yeah. Gamer, interneter, memer, rock star. Rock okay? star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I foresee him Jake also. <laughs> he is a Jake Pauler. He, he's, he's, a, he's an Ethan Kleiner. Yep. <laughs> so he's he's definitely in our in our in our ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll meet him one day. We'll, so, we'll interview hey, Post. He'll be on the show. Neon Postsicle. <gasps> oh my God! I said it. I'm calling it here. Neon Postsicle. Neon, neon Postsicle. Jason, trademark that now. Call the lawyer. Can I saw a, Call a the neon lawyer. Postsicle NFT. Call the lawyer. Call the lawyer now. He's gonna have his own label. He's gonna have his own music label. You think he'll okay? How? Hmm. You think? How? You think just he wants will? That? Eventually, yes. He's, he'll see that's where the money. You'll is. all see. I call, dude. I'm calling, calling it today, it. bro. It's March 19, twenty one. Full. Of He's gonna have his own. This is a big prediction episode. <laughs> it really is. Uh. He's gonna have his own music label. And he's gonna have his own artist, just like the baby has now, uh, just like yeah. uh, all these rappers have now. He'll he will have one. He's gonna have one. Post just saying, records. Just calling it here. I don't know. Maybe it could be post records, it could be uh Malone Malone Studios. That sounds pretty cool. It's like the same it looks good on paper. But yeah, it's happening, bro. What you you'll see. That's cool. You'll all see. All I gotta say is I'm rooting for my boy post. Always rooting for my, my man, Elon Musk. Oh, he's the Papa Papa Musk of the show. He's done something very weird currently. Uh-oh. Uh, he has him and his CFO. <clears throat> Elon Musk has changed his title that he's by the company. Instead of CEO of Tesla, he is now the technology... Or excuse me. Watch, watch. Uh-huh. Must. Elon Musk. Elon. Elongated Musk. <laughs> Elon. <laughs> ah. Techno Tech- King. Yeah, so Elon Musk changed his job title of Tesla to the Techno King. The Techno King of Tesla? The Techno King of Tesla. <laughs> and he changed his CFO's title to the Master of Coin. <laughs> what a fucking nut. What a nerd. I want to play fucking Dungeons and Dragons with Master this guy. Master of coin. What because, an imagination. You know CFO stands for Chief Financial Officer. They're yeah. in charge of your books. Uh-huh. Fucking Master, master of, coin. of coin. God, he's a genius. He's my Master he's of coin. He's a genius. I'm King Techno. This is Elon's world, bro. We're just living in it. You realize this, right? Do you think he... That was big, bro. Because he's legendary. <clears throat> you know, Atari's dropping a new console. I'm on board. And it's going to include NFTs in its project. <gasps> the gaming legend will introduce music and gaming crypto collectibles through Bondly. Metaverse platform. NFTs will be introduced through the crypto firm Bondly. Previously, Atari announced its own Ethereum-powered casino and its native cryptocurrency token, ATRI. Huh, it's going to have its cool. own token. <laughs> that's dope. So what is Atari Metaverse? 
The new Atari Metaverse gaming platform will let creators mint and distribute NFT collections to fans. <clears throat> so you maybe get to create and play games. People like can produce their own games for it, and you can uh, play it through them. Bondly. And they are Bondly helped Logan Paul with his NFTs. Yeah, made them meet him three million dollars in a day. I've been seeing that name. One to look into. Say again. One to look closely at. ATRI. Bondly, Bondly yes. Um, Bondly helps NFTs. I don't know if Bondly has their own coin. Uh, uh, probably ATRI is what you'd want to look out for. Their own token here. Wow. Because they're gonna. That's how you're gonna do business on their platform. And people are gonna want this because they're gonna be releasing all the nostalgic game characters. Pac-Man and all that shit. You probably get games you get to play. Yeah, you'll have a VR arcade. Mm-hmm. And download with your ATRI coins. That's genius. There it is. That's exactly it. So good. Nostalgia we'll sells. the best aspects of the company's legacy. So the Atari Metaverse says Atari, <laughs> says Atari, will combine the best aspects of the company's legacy gaming properties and the most current entertainment creators in music and gaming. Okay. Using digital collectibles and NFTs as a core component of the entire metaverse experience. Metaverse sounds intense. Oh, here's Bonley's coin too. You Bonley's probably someone to watch as well. Ah. So you're absolutely right. Yep. So Bonley is definitely somebody to watch because they're helping release release a lot of NFTs, and NFTs are the future. Therefore, mm-hmm. they're Bonley. helping make people money, like Logan Paul, three million in a day. And how do you? How do you be successful as a company or as a person? Just help other people make money. Make others help. Yep. And how can you help? You can help them help others make money by investing. Uh-huh. That's how that works. And now that I'm seeing Bondly has helped him make money, Bondly will help Atari make money. <clears throat> Maybe they will succeed because they are helping people make money. There's something I never even quite realized until I just said it in that exact moment was like, if there's a company out there helping others make money, if you can help that company help them make others money, <laughs> yeah. that you're going to win. Yeah, true. Because they're helping others make money, therefore they're winning. And then if you help them win, then you win. Because then they win, you win. It's a win-win. Win-win-win. Scenario. Because they win, you win-win. Win-win. <clears throat> have you ever stayed at the win in Vegas? I have. Not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lose-lose. It sounds like not even a console. It's a new Atari experience. Yep. We're over consoles, guys. We're looking for the PlayStation. Well, I don't want the, the new experience. console. I want the PlayStation experience. It's the experience, dude. New Xbox console. The experience. <laughs> Calling it here. Calling, Calling it here. <laughs> yeah, 2030. The experience. Wow. Bruh. Experience. Speaking of predictions, guys. We're on the prediction boat, okay? Train. I made a prediction how <laughs> I can see... If the country started barring people from going in and out of different states, yeah. because these states uh, are very strict with the COVID and everything, and then this state isn't, yeah. so then all these states will prevent you from leaving. New York is about to, uh, if they haven't already. Other states may require a negative test for COVID-19 before out-of-state travelers can either can enter. Hmm. So they are already putting this type of shit into play. If you don't have a vaccine, you can't travel. And <laughs> where's your where's your passport? What do you mean? Well, yeah, you need to get this passport that proves you've been vaccinated. 
in order to come into this city. There's this thing that Duncan Trussell said on the Joe Rogan Experience, talking about AR and how, oh, you'll soon, like, eventually you'll be able to see someone if they have a bad credit score and they were willing to, like, share it onto the, the cloud or the web, mm. you could look at them and they'd have, like, a bad credit score aura around them. <laughs> if they had a that. good credit score, you'd have a golden aura around you. So people would want to hang out with you more. Right. And, and you'd the, want to show that off. Mm-hmm. You'd want to upload all the information you can about yourself. And then... So, just like that, you will be able to look at someone and tell whether they have a vaccine or not. Holy shit, bro. Ooh, yes. No, no, no. Don't get close to me. We don't do business with anyone without the vaccine. And... You can't even leave your... If you see you catch you out of your house past this time without the vaccine, and, and you're gonna to glow too, a different color, nice bright red, nice bright, nice when that bright. shit happens, and it's almost gonna be just as there'll be a fucking mystery box beacon coming up from the top of you. So. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, they're gonna see you like the Luxor in Vegas, yeah. brother. Oh no! It's gonna. Oh no! It's gonna be just as shady to not share your information as it would be to yeah, share it. Also, exactly. So they're gonna have the unknowns in like white, and then they're gonna have the unvaccinateds in red. You so must, they're gonna know, like, oh well, you have to prove it. You must be unvaccinated. No, I got the vaccine. Why wouldn't we want to share it then? Why don't you glow? Prove it here, sir. Yeah. Why are you outside? Like, get inside, and then your glow goes away when you go home. Holy shit, bro! Mm-hmm. That's fucking Black Mirror. That's that's Black Mirror. That's Black shit. Mirror. It's happening. With this, you can't leave the state. You won't be able to enter the airport if you're glowing red. You won't be able to drive past boundaries of the state if you're glowing red. This future is so weird, dude. <laughs> so, so controlled. It's diff. We feel controlled, like we have to control ourselves. Because look at this. Money is becoming decentralized. Yes. Which is odd. Money is becoming decentralized. I feel but like... But that's where power is. Yeah. So, hmm. I think we're... Tr- we're in a way, getting our control back in some weird way. Bitcoin is now worth technically like not more than gold's market cap, but I think it's worth more than gold right now. But check out this channel, Altcoin Daily. I love you all. This was a really good episode. Tons of predictions, dude. Don't don't let your limited knowledge keep you from uh, maybe trying to dip your toes into the investment pool. Just dig in. You might actually learn you like it a lot and get into other yeah. stuff and meet new people like I did. I met a friend. Now we have new Very things cool. we can talk about and other business opportunities have come because of that. So, Glorious. This was really good. Yeah, this was awesome. Great episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Be sure to follow us yeah. on Spotify so you're up to date on all the newest episodes. You're following on Spotify. It'll say, hey, new episode of Neon Popsicle. Check it out. It'll tell you when we upload. So... Um, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, send us a DM of the picture. Mm. We'll send you a pin. Oh, yeah. Free pins. Super sick. I don't it's have one cake. on. But uh, super, super cool pins. They look just like the logo. Clean as fuck. Uh, oh, amazing. And yeah, man. Thanks fuck. for watching. Thank um, you so much. This was awesome. We're almost at 75. That'll be the... That's so close to 100. Man. So close to 100. What, what do we do for the 100th episode? What are we going to do? We have to have something special. <laughs> something huge. We have to have something special. DM us some ideas for the 100th episode. <laughs> I got some more notes too for the next episodes. I'm excited for the next ones. Awesome. I got to get back here ASAP. When's the next availability for you to record? Like, I, I work mornings for the rest of this week, so I'm off at 4. I do want to say real quick, it's actually episode 71 where I mentioned... 
I can see mm. how if the rest of the country started imposing borders, how it can be a problem. Yeah. Um, it was episode 71. So check out episode number 71 <laughs> to see some of the predictions. I also made a lot of other predictions in that about Bitcoin and other things. Whoa, it's actually pretty cool. fucking cool. We're catching on to this so, wave of future knowledge. Yeah, we're tapping in. We're writing it. So this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, check us out. Okay, bye. We're gay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gay. Editing.